Recognizing My Mother's Sacrifice by Duane Holm My birthday gift wasn't what I expected, but the lesson it taught me was better than any material gift I could have received. In the little town in rural Wisconsin, USA, where I grew up in the days after World War II, money was tight. Bicycles were expensive, but I just knew I would get one for my 12th birthday. My father had returned from the U.S. Navy at the end of the war and, finding it impossible to get a job, had volunteered to go to Guam as a construction worker on an airbase there. My mother worked as a cook in a restaurant, earning just enough to keep food on the table. Even though I knew that we didn't have much money, I don't remember worrying how my mom would be able to afford my bike. My birthday wasn't until August. But to make sure my mother knew exactly what bike I wanted, in May I hung a colored picture of a fancy red and white Schwinn bicycle in our kitchen. It was the coolest of bikes in those days, with its large white wall tires and battery-powered light and horn. Every few days when my mother was near, I would mention something about the bike. She never said anything, but sort of smiled as if she knew something I didn't. That was all the encouragement I needed. When my birthday finally arrived, I got up early and dashed into the kitchen. My mother wished me a happy 12th birthday and told me there was something for me out in the shed. I raced out, threw open the door, and stood there, stunned. Oh, there was a bike there, all right. But it wasn't a Schwinn. It wasn't red and white. This one was black. It had no horn and no light. There were no white side walls. These were skinny tires. My mother had bought me a used bike for my 12th birthday. I shut the shed door without even taking the bike out, went back into the house, and tore up the picture of the Schwinn. I had enough respect to thank my mother, but I promised myself that the black bike would remain in the shed. Day after day, I wondered how I could get rid of the bike without hurting my mother's feelings. One day, I suddenly knew exactly what I was going to do. I would go to Herb Stone's hardware store, where I knew my mother had purchased the bike, and get Mr. Stone to hire me after school and on Saturdays. My wages would go toward a new bike, probably not a Schwinn, but certainly something more presentable than that ugly black thing. I normally would never have had the nerve to approach a prominent businessman like Mr. Stone, but I was desperate. So I set my timidity aside and, with all the confidence I could muster, approached him while he was working in the back room of his store. Before I could even start the speech I had rehearsed in my mind, however, Mr. Stone put his hand on my shoulder and said, Duane, you are one of the luckiest kids I know. This confused me completely. I had just been given a used bicycle for my birthday. How lucky could I be? Smiling, Mr. Stone explained, Early last spring, your mom put a bike on layaway for you. Every week, she came in and put a dollar or two down, whatever she could afford. I know your mom went without things she needed. Oh, she wanted to buy you a new bike. She said something about a picture you had of a favorite bike, but she just couldn't afford one like that. Then Mr. Stone asked, Duane, do you see now why I think you're so lucky? Your mother would do anything in the world for you. I thanked him and left the store before he could see the tears welling up in my eyes. As I pondered what Mr. Stone had told me, suddenly everything became very clear. It wasn't about the gift— it was about the sacrifice. From that day on, I rode that bicycle everywhere, even through high school. That afternoon in the back of the hardware store, I started learning one of the most profound lessons on sacrifice that I have experienced in my lifetime, and it has shaped my thinking and behavior ever since.
I know today, just as I learned that year, that I was indeed one of the luckiest kids in the world. The author lives in Nevada, USA. Sidebar. The Law of Sacrifice by Elder M. Russell Ballard The degree of our love for the Lord and for our fellow men can be measured by what we are willing to sacrifice for them. Sacrifice is a demonstration of pure love. Elder M. Russell Ballard of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, The Law of Sacrifice, Enzyme, October 1998, page 11. End of the article, Recognizing My Mother's Sacrifice, read by Terrell Williams and Wes Nelson.